Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Welcome to the Not So Daily Show. The show comes to you daily, except when it doesn't. I'm your host, Timber Kevin. We're shooting at Seam Coffee today, and we've also got our very first panelists on the show. To my right, we've got political science graduate and guy with the coolest name in the world, Temba Malule. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? <laughs> <laughs> and to my left, we've got my fiance and girl that never laughs at my jokes, Ditwe. <laughs> so let's get straight into it. Let's begin with Jacob Gedeshegiza, Pablo Escobar Zuma. Now, you guys might have heard that Zuma is refusing to honor a constitutional court ruling for him to appear at the Zondo Commission. This is besides a threat of him going to prison if it does not honor it. But if you're still wondering how this is going to end up, then you must not have watched season two of Narcos. This was when the Colombian state realized that he had too much power and negotiated with Escobar to be jailed. But Escobar only agreed under one condition, that he designed and built the prison himself. So why was it so expensive? Inaccessible location. Escobar wanted the prison built on a mountaintop with an excellent view of the city of Medellin below. The third reason why Escobar's prison was so expensive was because of the sheer amount of security needed. I can totally see Zuma saying, you can arrest me on condition that it's in Kanza and I can go out wherever, whenever I want and people can come in. I don't know. Do you guys see Zuma going to jail? Ah, uh, look, it's a 50-50. Might go, might not go. But even if the constitutional court do actually find him guilty or obviously for being in contempt of court, contempt of the judgment or court, yeah. however you want to put it, it's probably going to be a suspended sentence. I don't think he'll go. I really don't think he'll go. You think it'll be just to please yeah, the people? Yeah, I don't think he'll go. I mean, even if they do sentence him to jail for that six months, yeah. it'll probably be on condition, it'll be suspended on yeah. condition that he actually does comply with the summons. Oh, you know, I see, yeah. I see, I see. Just so, so they'll probably give him whatever suspended sentence for the duration yeah. that is, coincides with the commission's length, right? I see. And then they give him enough chance to actually Work comply back. and then go to the commission if it doesn't maybe that's when they might actually just send him yeah. to prison you know, i see them saying you must do community service but the community is just like children <laughs> 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 babe do you see zuma in court no i don't see zuma uh, in or in jail in jail no. i don't i don't see it either and not I'll... political science graduate but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't see it either because just like in narcos right the minister of police himself is in Kanda negotiating Zuma's arrest, right? And the funniest thing is that Zuma is not budging. And if you look at the clothes he's wearing, the shirt he's wearing throughout all these visits, it's clear that Zuma will never change. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. But by the time you actually have to go to yeah, that's the technicality around it. But that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. We'll give him a suspended sentence. Because of the budget? Yeah. Right, They're going to increase it by three months. Yeah, but they're still going to increase the time. They won't increase it because yeah. there's no budget. So there's if no it, commission without If he dodges it for long enough. Yeah. All right. The voice in the back is my older brother, who is so scared <laughs> of the camera. He reacts the same way to a camera as people react to an injection. But he's super smart. So he says that what Zuma is hoping for is that the, he denies for so long that the time for the commission ends because it's on a budget and it's eventually going to elapse. Just to add on to that, sorry, yeah. but I mean, they, they are now in court. They're asking for an extension of the commission. So I think even that extension will coincide with whatever ruling the constitutional court's going to make now. Mm. Even if they say they find Zuma guilty, like I said earlier on, they'll probably suspend it for that three, five months in correlation with what they extended for yeah. the commission's timeline and then I think 
see. Yeah. I, see. Yeah. I totally like agree. Yeah. I totally agree. But staying on Kandla and Jacob Zuma, it seems that the tea that Julius Malema had in Kandla is laced with Corovella because he can't stop singing Jacob Zuma's praises. In his response to the Sona, he said that the country was better off under Jacob Zuma. This is just two years after he said Zuma was fought and the country was better off under Tabombeki, which is just a few years after he helped Zuma get rid of Tabombeki and said the country was better off under Mandela. But he's also criticized Mandela. So I want to know from you guys, what do you guys think of the Laurie Harvey of South African politics? <laughs> I mean, like they say, uh, there's no permanent friends or enemies in yeah. politics. So it's pretty natural. I'm not too shocked, right, yeah. that he's made this move. And I mean, you know, you just have to align the forces at that certain time as what makes sense for you. So maybe yeah. for him, as the EFF or as Julius Malema, it makes sense for him to consolidate his relationship with, Julie, with Jacob Zuma, excuse me. Yeah. But also on a personal level, you know, I'm very happy that the two have actually finally reconciled. <laughs> He's a big fan of Zuma. He's a Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about a guy that's like just picking sides as he goes? What swings your vote in politics? Is it like charisma or is it actually like what the guys are saying? I think it's what the guys are saying and yeah. what they're doing as well. Nah, I, yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. But moving on, so our next story is about the vaccine. So the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has landed in the country, but it was rolled out so fast that Ramaphosa didn't even get a chance to go to the gym and challenge for the sexiest politician vaccine-taking <laughs> challenge. So this is the Croatian minister taking the vaccine. This is the French minister taking the vaccine. And this is our president taking the vaccine. But all jokes, guys, we have to salute our president and the Minister of Health to um, volunteer to be amongst the first people to take the vaccine. Although we have noticed that their syringes had a little marking that was different from the nurse that took the vaccine. Now, I know what that marking was for if they're taking the same vaccine, but we will find out in a few years or months. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine was approved for rollout after it was tested to a 57% efficacy against the Levi's 501 South African <laughs> variant. <laughs> but the Department of Basic Education is still shocked that we did not use the AstraZeneca vaccine that showed 21% efficacy against the SA variant, stating that, Mara, that's a good enough pass rate. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, this should not come as a shock because the basic education minister is the same person that had this to say when she addressed a bunch of school kids recently. This government has prioritized education because it knows that it's only through education that we can deal with some of our challenges that are here. Because an educated man wondering if I can... Oh, so, I thought there needs to be a bit civilized not to do certain things. Now I'm disappointed. But guys, young girls teaching a whole minister of basic education about issues such as rape goes to show that maybe the problem with our education system is not the quality of learners, but rather the quality of leaders. I don't know, guys. How did you feel about what she said, that educated men do not rape? That was very reckless of her to say, yeah, to young girls, I think. 
yeah. and as an uh, education minister so yeah i think like it was very reckless yeah yeah i get the point she was tra- i don't get the point she was trying to make but I, um, I feel like people are always trying to bring gbv into every conversation yeah just like to sound woke even when not just unnecessary but it just shows that they don't actually care about the topic that exactly already, i mean gbv should be always at the top of the list in terms mm. of discussions you know mm. what we teach the kids and all of that but maybe the context that she said it in, yeah. you know, and how she put it across. Exactly. Mm. Educated. Yeah, <laughs> no. Because yeah. I mean, we do know for a fact that even educated men. They range. Yeah. I think exactly. especially then. Especially, yeah. exactly. You know. exactly. So, so a bit just the context, reckless. right? And mm. also, like, where she said it, how yeah. she said it. A little bit of an issue with that. But yeah. I mean, GBV as a topic of it should also be at the top of our list. Yeah. Yes. Mm. But how you said it, how she said it also. Mm. She should have known better, yeah, I think, personally. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to twist the words. Like she said mm. that they twisted her words. Exactly. But now you can't <laughs> even give them... You're not supposed to give them room to even twist your words. Yeah. By even saying stuff like that in the first exactly. place. To a bunch of kids also. To, yeah, yeah, even for me, the audience yeah. is like, ah, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. But, babe, babe as a um, <laughs> healthcare... <laughs> is this not professional on the podcast? <laughs> screw yeah, that. Screw that. <laughs> I mean, as a healthcare um, practitioner, fifty-seven mm. percent um, efficacy is that is that good enough? I think that's good enough. Yeah, for the vaccine. What does it mean? Because I know that mm. for a vaccine to be allowed, it has to be fifty about fifty percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that means it's good enough. Mm, it is good enough. Right, are you gonna take it? Yeah, I have registered for the vaccine. Ah, but you didn't take the vaccine. <laughs> but you didn't tell me. <laughs> We'll talk about it. But ah, I don't ah, <laughs> register. Guys, you see, you see. Would you take the vaccine, bro? Personally, no. Right? Not right now. At first, yeah. I mean, maybe okay. round three. I wanna win yeah. now. Just taking it, you guys taking it, yeah. and then you can see what are the effects. Then yeah, I mean. Yeah. But for now, no. And I mean, if I had a choice. I think I'd probably go with the Russians, you know, for the Sputnik vaccine. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe the Sputnik V. That if they give us the Sputnik, I'll probably sign up first. Yes. Why, bro? Putin's vaccine. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, um, I mean, when you look at um, some of the results around the test, I mean, they said it has yeah. about 91% yeah. efficacy rate. So that kind of makes me a little bit more comfortable than the one that say 22%. Yeah. And then yeah. now because the variants are changing, yeah. Exactly. Day, yeah. what does that mean now? What do you know? So I, I wouldn't think, take yeah. Sputnik V because <laughs> in my mind, they're making the vaccine in the same lab they make like other Russian drugs. That's yeah. why I so would take it. If they make, they give me the wrong drug, I will die. But if I take the Pfizer vaccine and they give yeah. me the wrong drug, mm. I'll get a boner. So I think that one is <laughs> wow, <really? laughs> like, like a better choice. Really? <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Like if, you, if you look at the chances of the mistake, because a mistake is yeah. possible. That's Pfizer, true. I'm like, fuck, that was not the vaccine. But we can work with it. Yeah. They don't work the same way, by the way. Mm. So why would you? But yes. I get your joke. <laughs> But guys, that has been the first yeah. ever Not So Daily Show with the live panel. I hope you guys liked it. Tell me what you guys think of the format, if you think we should keep it or we think we should lose it. And just from my guests, thank you very much. Um, like I said, Temba Maluleke, political science graduate Hi. and our resident uh, political uh, com- comrade. Oh, he's a resident. <laughs> You know, he's, he's applying. We might, we might, we might have him. You know, okay. everything is loose here. Everything yeah, is loose here. And my baby, mm. thanks for coming. You're welcome. Yeah. So, guys, don't forget 
the usual subscribe leave a comment tell us what you guys liked about um, this episode if you did like it tell us what you guys think of all our thoughts and our views if you guys agree or disagree and do tune in and before we go we are shooting at seam coffee at third space working co-working space in four ways do check them out the link uh, the details will be in the description below uh, check them out tell them that you guys were referred by us at the not so daily show and uh, yeah just give a good review until next week cheers